Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You do not have to accept things just as they are handed to you. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to stop sleepwalking through life. Before we get into this, first of all, I'm going to tell you, I have a motivation text message that is coming out at least once a week. Maybe I'll go back to once a day, but it's coming out all the time for free, straight to your phone, guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point. You want to get that text message, text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894, and you will be on my list. You can actually text directly with me through that number. So text me at the number. It is down below in the description and at workonyourgame.net. I have a new training that is specifically for those of you who are at the six-figure level, but you feel like you're running as fast as you can to stay there, but you want to get to the next level. But the problem is, the three buts there, you don't know how you're going to get there at the pace that you're going right now. How are you going to do this? I'll tell you how. You need to get strategic and systematic and process driven in what you are doing. I will help you with that. I'm helping people with it right now. Go to the training. I will even show you some examples of people who I've helped with this. That's at workonyourgame.net. So with all that said, let's get into the topic. This topic came to me actually when I was thinking about one of my favorite books, which is The 50th Law by Robert Greene that he did in collaboration with rapper 50 Cent. And many of you know 50 Cent's story. He was in the streets and living the street life, decided to get into the rap game, was about to come out as a rapper, and he got shot over some stuff that he had done or he had been involved in back in his street life that he was trying to get out of. Damn near died, didn't die, came back, you know, put himself back out there in the music game and you know, became famous, basically basing his career off the fact that somebody tried to kill him, but they failed. And in the book, 50 of Law, the 10th chapter is all about confronting your mortality confronting the fact that one day everybody, all of us, is going to die. And one of the main themes throughout this book, The 50th Law, between uh, Robert Greene and 50 Cent, one of the main themes is that we have to have a sense of urgency about our lives. And one of the things that led to 50's 
sense of urgency that definitely contributed to his success that we all know about now is the fact that he had faced death. He knew what it felt like to act to literally look down the barrel of a gun and be looking his mortality in its face and damn near being dead and coming back from that and knowing that he had kind of a new lease on life. He came back and he attacked life and thusly his rap career with such energy that it got everybody else to follow behind him. And no, he became the success he became to the point that even if you don't listen to rap music, you know who 50 Cent is when I say his name. So reading that and just thinking about that, it got me to thinking, and this is something that Robert, who wrote most of the book, says himself, is that 50 was forced to confront his mortality. And this kind of sense of urgency was kind of thrust upon him because he was damn near dead. I mean, he actually knows what it feels like to see that all, right, all the stuff that you've done up to this point, which at that point, 250 was amounted to not much. He had a new sense of urgency about what am I going to do with it if I get a second chance, which is what he did. And 50 Cent became 50 Cent. The challenge for all of us who have hopefully not looked down a barrel of a gun, hopefully not faced a literal life or death situation, not been in a situation where like, we were about to be dead, but then we you know, came back to life and got a second lease on life. Many of us have kind of lived a life with very little drama that is anywhere close to that. And the challenge, that is actually the challenge in itself. The fact that we've never faced a situation where we had to kind of look at our lives and say, all right, this is pretty much it. We never saw our lives flashing before our eyes and had to figure out, okay, if I get another chance at this, how am I going to attack this with a new energy that I haven't had before? 50 got this thrust upon him and it kind of was a bad thing, but a good thing at the same time. Whereas many of us, since we never faced this, we kind of sleepwalk through all of life because we never faced this type of situation. So how can we get to this level of urgency and this level of energy, such as somebody like a 50 or somebody who has faced a terminal illness or someone who's faced a serious back to the wall situation in life that really kind of set them on fire and sparked the fire for their lives? How can we do this for ourselves when we've never faced that situation? How can we do this? I'm glad you asked because today I'm going to answer it. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is how to stop sleepwalking through life. Number one, get a clear, compelling purpose that you remind yourself of on a daily basis. If any of you knows, personally knows, or maybe you have been, maybe somebody who listens to the show has been, we've had over 5 million listeners to the show, so it's possible some of you could be this person. Maybe you knows, is, or knows of a person who has faced a near-death experience but lived to talk about it, you will notice one of the things that I've heard, and this is a common theme. This is people who have faced terminal illnesses, people who have been in like maybe an auto accident, people who have seen, you know, maybe they lost all their family members. They lost their significant other and their kids all in like a one week, but then they're still alive. Or somebody like, damn, they got murdered, something like that came back and lived to talk about it. Maybe, you no, know, they almost died on a climbing a mountain or they got caught in an avalanche or something like that, attacked by a bear and they lived. One thing you notice, common theme amongst all of them when they talk about it is that I really got clear on my purpose for life after I survived that. When I finally realized, okay, I'm actually going to live to tell my story and talk about this, I really got clear on my purpose and I knew my purpose was, and they can fill in the blank and tell you what it is. The challenge for many of us being that we haven't faced something like that, many people are not clear what their purpose is. And therefore, many people are just living life by default and not literally, but sleepwalking. People are sleepwalking through life. I mean, you're alive. You're there. I mean, you're going to work every day. You're paying your bills and I mean, people can see you. They shake your hand and say hi to you and all that. But do you really have a purpose? What are you actually doing? Why are you doing what you're doing? Can you answer the question? 
See, what causes many people to sleepwalk is the fact that they really haven't gotten clear on what their direction is. And because they haven't faced a situation where all that they have, their life, is about to be taken away from them, they have no compelling reason to go get a direction. And this is the tragedy right here. People don't know where they're going, why they're going there, or what they will do if and when they get there. So if you ask many people where they're going, they can't tell you. So they go as the great wind blows, as the saying goes. Wherever the wind blows, that's where they show up. An interesting side note is that many people can come along and create movements with very large fan bases. And one thing when I was you know, just thinking about this episode, I thought about this. Why can someone like a, any person, famous person, come along and create this movement with a really large fan base? The reason why, one of the reasons why, and it's not the only reason, but one of the reasons why is because most people who become part of those big fan bases of this could be any entertainer, politician, known person, doesn't matter what they do. The reason why many people can build these audiences is because most people are sitting around waiting for someone to tell them what they should care about. They're sitting around waiting for someone to give them a reason to have a purpose and to have a direction. This is why a politician or an entertainer or a movie star or a baseball player can have such a big following. It's not because the baseball player or the politician or the movie star or the rapper is so compelling of an individual. I mean, maybe they are great, but that's not the reason why they're following is so big. The reason they're following is so big is because there are so many people sitting around with no purpose. When they finally come across someone who has a purpose, they want to follow them because uh, I ain't got no purpose. Might as well follow them. I might as well follow somebody who does. This is why it happens. See, people who have no purpose are looking for someone to tell them what their purpose should be. This goes hand in hand with what we just talked about in yesterday's episode. Most people have no ambition. So if you want to build a following, all you got to do is tap into your ambition and your purpose, then share it with enough people that other people want to follow you because they ain't got no purpose, so they might as well follow yours. What else are they going to do? They ain't got nothing else to do. See, if your purpose doesn't get you excited and it doesn't move you to action, it doesn't get you focused, well, you need a better one. That's what you need to do. Don't go follow somebody else who has one. Don't do that. That's for the 95%. Right, us in the 5%, like we talked about yesterday, you don't do that. You go get a better purpose until you find one that activates you, that turns you on. Sometimes people tell stories of getting clear on their purpose, as I said, when faced with some life-threatening situation like a terminal illness, car accident, something similar happening to them or a person close to them. Short of that happening to you, I'm not hoping that you get a terminal illness or you damn near die in a car accident. You got to choose to do this voluntarily. All right, you just have to make a choice. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to stop sleepwalking through life. Stop accepting life as it comes and get conscious and intentional about what you want. Now, there is a balance here. There's a balance between, as Bruce Lee said, becoming water. All right, you have to become the situation. You got to become the cup. You got to become the vessel. You got to become the river. All right, you got to be water in life and adapt to everything seamlessly. You become the wind. You become nothing, as Bruce Lee famously said talked about. So there is that side of it. Then there's also the side of it that you have free will and that if you engage your will, you can make certain things happen instead of waiting for things to happen or allowing things to happen to, for, or around you. As we talk about in the intro to the show every single day, there's a balance between the two. And understand this is what being conscious and intentional means. This is why I use these two words so often. And understand that just because you get conscious and intentional about what you want doesn't necessarily mean everything's going to go the way that you want it to go. But the reason why it matters is because you do not have to accept things just as they are handed to you. Your force of will and your power of choice gives you the potential, if engaged, to shape yourself and your life the way that you want it. If you engage your consciousness and your intention and your will, even if you don't get it all perfect, you can at least get things moving directionally where you want them to go. Many people never engage their willpower, thus they never get anywhere close to what they want in life. 
to give you an example, I, like anyone who ever picks up a basketball, wanted to play in the NBA and be on the Lakers for 10 years and be famous from playing basketball. When the NBA didn't happen for me and I ended up playing all my career internationally overseas, my conscious intentionality at least got me that. I at least got a decade-long career playing professional ball, even though it wasn't for the LA Lakers or my hometown Philadelphia 76ers. I at least got in the direction of where I wanted to go, even though I didn't get 100% of what I wanted. So understand, being conscious and intentional doesn't mean you're going to get 100% of what you want, but what if you get 80%? Is that better than zero? What if you go 75%, three quarters of the way of where you want to go, and now you have more options at that three-quarter point than you would have had had you stayed at the 10% point because you got conscious and intentional and you engaged your will with what you want? So even though you may not get everything you want when you're conscious and intentional, directionally, you are headed in the right direction. And when you do that and you prove to yourself that you can do that, now it opens your mind up to understand, okay, if I could do that, then I could do even more. All right. Now, what if I get even more information? What if I have even more resources? What if I have even more tools? What if I'm smarter and stronger and I have more information and more insight now than I have five years ago when I did the last thing? Now, what can I do with the next thing? You see what I'm saying? So this is one of the ways that it opens your mind up. And this is one of the things that I wrote about, I think is in my Working Your Game, the Untold Stories book. I wrote about in 2008 when I got my deal in, when I was playing in Montenegro. This is late in the 2007 going into 2008 and how I kind of just brokered that deal out of thin air, out of nothing. I had nothing going on in the summer of 2007. And I went and made that contract and opportunity happen out of nothing. And one of the things that I said when I made that happen was, okay, if I could do this, what could I not do? What could I not create? If I could do this out of nothing, what could I do when I actually have some tools to work with? What can I do when I actually have some resources? What can I do when I actually have some people on my side and I already got momentum? If I could do this from zero. What can I do when I'm already at 50? And that's what it does when you engage your consciousness and your intentionality. So it doesn't have to work out perfect. What it does, it shows you what you're capable of. And then you have to have the ambition, like we talked about yesterday, to take it even further. But this is all, everything that I'm talking about here, folks, is a choice. Had I not been intentional and just accepted the cards that had been handed to me, and some people kind of look at life this way, we just got to accept what's given to us. You got to play the hand you're dealt, some people like to say. If you just accept the hand that you're dealt all the time in life, there are times you do have to kind of just work with things as they are, but that is not all the time. If I had done that, my basketball career would have ended in high school, and that would have been it. And this show wouldn't, maybe it would still exist, but it wouldn't be in the form that it is because I wouldn't be able to talk about things the way that I do had I not done the things that I've done. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to stop sleepwalking through life. Number three, associate with others who are living with intention. In other words, go find some ambitious people and make friends with them. They're out there. You just got to look around for them. All right, they exist. You just got to look a little bit and just watch people's actions. That's really what you got to do. Don't listen to people talk. Like, people will say anything. I mean, if you're over the age of 21, you already know. People will say anything. All right, just compare their actions to their words and you can filter people out pretty easily. Associate with people who are actually living with intention, who are living consciously, who have a purpose, or at least they move as if they have a purpose. This is the power of connections. This is the power of relationships. I've talked about relationships so many times on this show. Talked in episode 1939, how to build relationships in business. Episode 1904, how to handle the third day in relationships. Episode number 1489, Relationship Building Principles. Episode 1439, Key to Building Relationships is Putting the Time in. Episode number 1260, People Skills That Will Improve Your Interpersonal Relations Quickly. Episode 1234, Relationships means that you should not be keeping score, shouldn't keep score in a relationship, not one that you want to maintain and build. This is the power of connections and relationships, folks. When you have strong relationships with other people, 
one good thing that comes from it is that you can borrow energy from them when you don't have it yourself. This is the power of having a circle because nobody feels great. It feels like being at work. It feels like doing your thing, whatever your thing is every single day. I don't care how much of a purpose you have. All of us go through what we call the third day, which is why I wrote this book right here. If you don't have this book, the third day, make sure you go to thirddaybook.com. I'll give you the book for free. All we ask is that you cover the shipping. I wrote the book the third day because everybody goes through it. You can think of the most successful person who always seems excited about their job. I guarantee you they have days and they don't feel like being at work. You might not know about it. You might not see it. They may not show it to you. But everybody, every actor, every athlete, every entertainer, every politician, every podcaster, every social media influencer, every school teacher, every mailman, every entrepreneur, every CEO has days when they do not feel like being at work, but they got to go to work anyway. We call that the third day. And because we all will go through the third day, the reason why having a circle of ambitious people matters is that the day when you're going through the third day, somebody in your circle is not. They have great energy that day. That's the day when you can borrow from them. You can borrow some energy from that individual. And then the day when you're feeling good and they're not feeling great, they can borrow energy from you. This is why the circle matters so much. Everybody following what I'm saying here? See, somebody in your circle might have an idea or a strategy that you can utilize at some points. But if you don't have a relationship with them, then how are you even going to know that they exist or that they can share it with you? And they're not going to want to. Remember that you can get more done with and through other people than you will ever get done on your own. All right. Use other people, folks, and let other people use you. It's not a negative thing. To get used by other people is not a negative thing. I know socially it has this connotation as being this negative thing. Somebody used you. It sounds bad, right? Or that you used another person. You feel like you're taking advantage of them. No. Using another person, allowing other people to use you. But this is what we call networking. Okay? That's what it is. Networking. I'll use you. All right? I know 20 people that you need to know. Okay? Use my contacts so you can get done what you need to get done. And then when I need something, I'll use what you got so I can get done what I need to get done. Now, the only way that I'm willing to give to you it's because I know that you can give something to me. If I don't think you can help me with anything, I'm not going to help you. This is just the law of reciprocity. This is all wired into us as human beings. We call this networking. And when it doesn't work for you, you call it politics. But it's the exact same thing. Let's recap today's class, which is how to stop sleepwalking through life. Again, 50 Cent's book with Robert Greene, or Robert Greene's book with 50 Cent, rather, because he wrote most of it. Called the 50th Law, chapter 10, where 50 tells the story of you know, how he almost died when he got shot and how that gave him a clear purpose in life and how that kind of changed everything for him. He was already a good rapper, but nobody gave a damn about him until he got a clear purpose. And all of a sudden, his energy got everybody to pay attention. Let's talk about how you can do the same thing without getting shot. Point number one, get a clear, compelling purpose that you remind yourself of on a daily basis. Many people are unclear on their purpose, don't know where they're going or what they're doing. This is why politicians and entertainers can build big followings because they get followings of people who ain't got nothing better to do because they have no purpose. Those are the people who are following these people. People with purpose. Listen, I can like a person, but I'm not going to become a psychophanic follower. Why? Because I got my own stuff to follow. I got my own stuff going on. Most people don't have that. And that's why they go follow these other individuals because they ain't got nothing else going on. Point number two, stop expecting life as it comes and get conscious and intentional about what you want. Being conscious and intentional is not guarantee everything's going to go the way that you want, but you can engage your willpower and it will show you what you're capable of, which will then, if you're an ambitious individual, spur you forward to use it again in the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And hopefully you're getting better every single time. Number three, associate with others who are living with intention. In other words, build your network, build your circle. You need relationships with other people who have the same ambition level that you have, if you actually have it. This is the power of connections, folks. Your relationships with other people allow you to borrow energy from other people. Use them when you need something and they can use you when they need something. 
This is the value of having connections and relationships. Do not try to do everything by yourself, even though you can probably go pretty far doing everything by yourself. There's a certain level that you won't be able to get to simply because you will run out of time and you will run out of talent. There is only so much any one individual can do. There are 8 billion people on the planet. Why would you do everything by yourself when you got 7,999,999,999 other options to use? All that said, text me to get the motivation text daily, weekly, whenever it's coming out. 305-384-6894 and go to workonyourgame.net. Access my new training, five steps to get from that six-figure level to the seven-figure level without running yourself into the ground and the purpose, even if you feel like you're running yourself into the ground already. We're going to fix all of that so we can get strategic, systematic, and purposeful and process-driven about what you are doing. I will help you with it. I'm already helping people do it. That's at workonyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre, all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you wanna receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894.